Welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show where I, Kate, fill you in on what's going on. What's the Royals tea? What's the pop culture news? What's been happening in my life? If I feel like sharing, which lately I really have. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Happy you are here. I'm so grateful you are here. It's just a single me this week. No co-host, just simply because this week got away from me and I forgot to ask somebody to be with me. But this week is not a pop culture update. It kind of is. It kind of is. Well, sort of. So I, not really actually, because I wasn't going to mention anything. I am going to tell a story. So I went to a concert, in fact, just yesterday. So if I'm slightly hoarse, <clears throat> just just ever so slightly, that's why, because I was yelling. I went and saw the Backstreet Boys, which we know. They're my Beatles. They, you know, I, I love them. They're my favorite band. Some of you are going to be like, they're not a band. I'm like, okay, the, the, we're not getting into that. Like the semantics, like we cannot split hairs. Like they're a boy band. They're my favorite. But something happened at this show more than once. And I have to talk about it because I feel like it like says a lot about our culture and our etiquette. And it's been really bothering me. So let's get into it. Okay, so first things first, I bought these tickets completely on a whim. This concert was the reschedule of the reschedule for something that was canceled for COVID. So this first, this initial show, the initial tour I went to in 2019 with my friend Emma in Boston. So if you know me and you think, God, this girl goes to Backstreet Boys concerts a lot. Yes, three years ago I went in Boston. It was the DNA tour. Epic. Their album had come out that year. It was great. 10 out of 10. Impeccable. Chef's kiss. Not a thing I would change. Wonderful. So I'm going. I booked tickets. This concert was on my radar for a while because obviously I don't have to travel very far. Um, This time they were in Tampa. But I wasn't going to buy tickets until I knew it was happening. So over last, I want to say like, oh my God, maybe like Thanksgiving, I was really into shopping on Rakuten, which is like an Ebates uh, rebate app sort of thing, get money back. I saw you got 12% cash back on Vivid Seats. And I was like, let's just see if there's tickets available. There were. And I don't need to tell you that money flies out my pockets when I book tickets to see the Backstreet Boys. Like that, it's just common. Like I have never once spent money faster than to buy tickets. Like not ever. But then I got 12% cash back. So like that's pretty cool, right? Obviously. So I bought these tickets. I had no plan who to go with at the time. Um, luckily, one of my coworkers was able to go with me last night which was great and I was like listen I bought these tickets on a whim like seven months ago but like we're you know she's very into um k-pop so she appreciates the the boy band you know like whole aesthetic like I know k-pop and American pop are very different but like she she appreciates it she's a fan so we go the show starts at 7 30 and while I may seem like this like whimsical not a care in the world you know carefree just like go with the flow person (laughs) I don't I don't seem like that at all I am not and I will always get somewhere early and I know that sounds crazy like 
the talent does not come out until at least 8.45 when the show starts at 7.30. I understand. But like, I want to be there. I want to make sure my tickets work. I want to make sure I can get beverage, food if necessary, good parking. Like, I want to set myself up for a good day. Luckily, my friend feels the same way. So that's good. But the people who don't feel that way, I don't understand you. You're probably the same people who get to the airport with like 30 seconds left before the door closes in the airplane, which like, again, you have a problem and you need to seek help because those things can be fixed. But like we, we need to just always err on the side of caution and just assume the plane will leave 30 minutes early. (laughs) If my husband chooses to listen to this, he'd be like, oh my God, you do want to show up to the airport so early. But you know what? It's good to be prepared. It's good to be prepared. Anyway, so we leave um, where we live about mm, three hours before the show is supposed to start. But like there's always traffic where we live. There's always traffic. There's always some fuster cluck happening. There's always an accident. I've seen some horrific accidents lately. Like, I don't know what people are doing. If there's like a rubbernecking situation, if they're not paying attention, if they're texting, if they're drunk, I don't know. But like these roads are out of control. They're very scary. So like we take our time. We got a Starbucks. We hit the road. We get there and we go to the wrong parking, which like this place is huge. So like obviously it was at the um amphitheater near the hard rock in tampa if you are familiar with florida um so you know there's like 18 different parking areas so we drove and drove and found parking we got really good parking like you know the parking where like you park and you can immediately turn onto the street to start leaving we got that parking so for all of you who were like oh you showed up so early like you're just gonna sit there and waste your time Uh uh-uh because i wasted less time leaving and leaving a venue is always a fuster cluck too so now we're starting to get hyped we're walking towards the amphitheater we there's people there's people blasting bsb there's people tailgating like it's like oh this is our energy this is our vibe we're so excited and like i've seen this concert before like i've seen this exact tour so like i know what we were getting into like i know i know the vibe you know i did i do think they changed a few things i don't know if that was like covid or like design choice whatever but like either way just I'll get there but like it was so good so we have this is the first time in a long this is my first concert since I saw the Backstreet Boys last time and I haven't ever had to use a digital ticket and I was like absolutely terrified that like because I bought them from somebody who was selling tickets so I was afraid that they weren't gonna like transfer but they did and it was fine so we get in and there was like so many opportunity for like drink food like concession and I don't know if that's new but like man is it great but I do have one bone to pick the only white claw flavor being sold at like 85 percent of these concession stands was black cherry and I don't understand because it's not the superior white claw flavor it's and I don't know if that's polarizing but like white black cherry's not that good like white claws not that good but that's not the point they also had bud light seltzer but also it was either cherry limeade or black cherry I'm like who did this and then i saw a guy so i bought a black cherry white claw and i'm like okay i guess this is just you know this is my drink of choice because i'm not going to get a, like a 
they had these like shaker liquor beverages in like a big cocktail shaker that you could buy and then get refills. I'm like, I'm driving. Like I can't, I can have one like tall boy white claw and then that's it. So I get my black cherry white claw and no sooner than five seconds, I turn around and see a guy holding a mango. And I was like, what? And I realized that there's like this whole thing of like white claw and their flavors and like some flavors people judge. I don't know. There's like this whole stupid thing. But mango is a better flavor than black cherry. Like fight me. I dare you. Like it's it's better. And I was like, shit. (laughs) I should have looked harder. I should have looked at every other concession stand. (laughs) But it's okay. I'm going a little bit out of order, but not that you really care. But then I don't know if this is just me. It cannot possibly because there is a huge line. I am that person who goes to a concert. If I like the band, like Backstreet Boys, if I were seeing, I don't know, who do I really like these days? Like Carrie Underwood or Morgan Wallen or like All Time Low. Like I would get a t-shirt. Like, uh, yes, I am here to buy merch. I full well know that I can buy this on Amazon for at least half the price. But like, I'm going to pay 300% markup at a concert because I can. It's a memory. I paid $60 for a t-shirt. What is wrong with me? I use dollar coupons at Publix. The, econ- the Inflation. And I'm spending 60 bucks on a t-shirt. This podcast makes no money. So anyway, that's like a concern, you know. But it's okay. I got two really cute t-shirts. I'm going to wear them all the time, obviously. Um, well, in my house, obviously. Like, I can't be that freak. Like, where's Backstreet Boy stuff all the time outside her house? <laughs> I guess I could. But I'm going to choose not to do that. And it just, yeah. And what is wild to me about concert merch is that they sell things that you think people would never buy. Like, you could buy Backstreet Boy socks. Like, that's cool. But, like, I'm going to pay 20 bucks for a pair of Backstreet Boy socks or, like, a lanyard or, like, a cell They were selling a cell phone pouch. Like, what? It's not 1996 anymore. I know we're all feeling that vibe. Like, we're all feeling that energy. Like, for it to be 1996 because, like, that's... That's the moment. But like a cell phone pouch, really? (laughs) No, 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 no. Who bought that? No, that's not happening. Absolutely not. So got our shirts, got our drink, our tickets worked, we're in. And it's an amphitheater. And like I paid for covered seats. There are lawn options at this place. But you are not going to catch me at a Backstreet Boys concert, the absolute close as I cannot be like I need to be close enough but within financial reason like sure could I pay a thousand dollars a seat to sit like in the first row of actual seats because I'm not getting in the pit no fucking way sorry absolutely not like that's not happening ever like even pre Astro World and pre people being crushed like hell no a girl's gotta pee a girl's gotta pee A girl has to be able to get out and come back in with leisure. Pre-show. That's very important because the story I'm going to tell you is pre-show, pre-festivities, pre-anything. I need to be able to like center myself, 
focused, have the things I need. Like, yeah, you're not going to catch me in the pit. And I'm not going to pay 1500 bucks to be squished next to some other sweaty person. This is outside. It's June in Florida. It's so hot. <laughs> but they are the only people that like touch the Backstreet Boys. So, like, I yeah, you're right. Like, I get it. Like, should I sacrifice myself? Maybe. But like, not anytime soon. Not anytime soon. So they had a opener who I had never heard of by name. She's Australian, Delta Goodrum. Goodrum. She sings a song I've heard, and I'm not going to sing it. I sang enough last week. But I, I, I need to know, like, the process of someone becoming someone's opener. Like, if anyone knows anybody who works in the music industry, like, please inform me. Like, I know it has probably a lot to do with, like, your record label and your fan base or your location. But, like, so interesting because I looked her up on Spotify and her most popular song came out in 2004, which, like, that's pretty, you know, on track with, like, when the Backstreet Boys were at their peak, maybe a little afterwards. Not that they're not at their peak right now, but, like, you know what I'm saying. But I was like, huh. Like, I feel, but I also felt like they're an artist who maybe doesn't need an opener. But do they have an opener as a time filler? Like, what's the point of an opener? You know, like, get the crowd pumped? Because I just, like, sat in my seat and kind of, like, you know, like, bopped to her tunes. Which, like, they were, she had a great voice. Like, very enjoyable. Her band was great. But, like. I'm unfamiliar. I don't know. Like, it's not like it's like a mini Backstreet Boys show before the Backstreet Boys show. It's like totally different. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so we're sitting in our seats. We have pretty good seats. We're like in the middle of the amphitheater so I can see them pretty much straight on. And we are at the end of a row. Very important. And these rows are like 36 seats wide. Maybe 38. They were like, it was a lot of seats. Up until like 845, there was no one next to us. And I'm like, is this not sold out? Like, this makes no sense. Like Delta had sang and we're sitting there, but there's like droves of people still at the concessions. So then like people start filing in, filing in. And these, let me tell you what, like I love a Backstreet Boys concert and I've been to one, two, three. I've been to four. So like I'm a seasoned professional at this point. It is hilarious to me that most of the crowd is like millennials and their husbands. (laughs) I think it's so funny. And then they bring their kids and their kids have little shirts on. It's like, I'm the next Backstreet Boy. Like I'm a Backstreet Kid. And like, I just think that's so funny. Anyway, like it was usually pretty civilized. Like there's no like, no one's screaming atrocities. Like there's no like young you know, shenanigans going on because we're all old. Essentially, I was like, man, I was walking around like, man, this is so civilized. And my friend was like, yeah, it's because we're all old. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. And while I sat there, I reapplied my sunscreen and I was like, oof, you know, you're old when you know, you're old when you have to reapply sunscreen at a concert because you're outside and you like sun damage is a no, no, which is like so lame. But whatever. So people fill in finally so like we're not by ourselves which like okay there's people everywhere 
there's a group of, of girlfriends near us, which is like very common at this type of show. There's a girl who left like, and again, you don't know when the talent's going to come out, but like it finally got dark and I was like, it's happening soon. Like the guys in the rafters were sitting there with their spotlights waiting. Like it's happening. She missed the first like introduction series, which like is so epic and so cool. I posted it on my Instagram stories if you want. Um, and then she, she, she's interrupting my viewing, coming back through and not two songs later, is she coming back to go get drinks? And what's bothering me about this is not the fact that she's like getting up moving. It's like, you are making me move. You are taking me away from my experience and you keep touching me. She would get next to me and she would take her little fingers and like scratch at my shoulder like, hey, sweetie, I got to get by. Like, what? Like, hey, girl, got to move. Like, ma'am, you keep touching me. Like, I see you in my peripheral vision. I will get out of the way. Don't touch me anymore. And stop calling me honey and sweetie and babe. Like, I'm not your friend. I'm not your bestie. Like, enough. So this happened twice. Now, she comes back with drinks. She's like, hey, sorry. I'm just so, so in the way. Like, I know. Like, for me to have to peel my eyes off of Nick Carter for any other reason except Jesus himself came down from heaven is not right. It's not okay. It's not okay. Yet you are a disturbance to me at this time. And like, I am completely locked in. I am singing every song. I'm trying to make eye contact with the Backstreet Boy. Like, I am focused. And you are literally shoving me out of the way. So fucking annoying. And I will not understand people who want to go to a concert, especially a nostalgic concert, especially like a beloved group, especially a group that like, A, has a person who is years sober who had a drug and alcohol problem and b i would say arguably family friendly arguably like you know there's no there's no expletives in their songs like there's like suggestive you know words and motions whatever like there's no like you know there's not the language that there is today is what i'm saying and you want to get shit canned at this show you, ha- you have to go get margaritas four times during a two-hour set? I do not understand. I don't understand. And, like, I'm no prude. I'm no, like, I'm I'm no person who's going to be like, oh, my God, don't drink. That's so lame. Or, like, ugh. But, like, you're disturbing me. And you keep touching me. And it skeeves me out. Like, not even, like, a COVID thing. Not even, like, a like a germ thing, but like stop touching me. And with your fingernails, like imagine like, okay. So take your hand and make like the, like the Italian, like, mm, like, oh, it's so good thing. And then flip it around. So your knuckles are on the top and then like separate your fingers a little bit and then go and like rattle your fingers. That's what she did to me. Like stop fucking touching me. You are so annoying and stop leaving. Like you missed, she missed everybody and she missed I want it that way. Are you kidding me? What else do you come here for? 
This is absurd. Like I paid hundreds of dollars per ticket and probably so did you. And you're missing it because you're getting drinks. I don't understand. I don't understand. And she had a T-shirt on that was like Backstreet Girl forever. So like she's a fan. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And like, I, I don't know, this might be controversial and like everyone might be disagreeing with me. But like, I just don't get it. And like, I'm probably annoyed that she kept touching me is really the problem. And she was small enough to simply move past people. Like she was totally small enough to just like get out of the way. But like, I'm telling you, like. It, and I looked at my friend at one point. And I'm like, is she fucking serious? Like, why does she keep touching us? Like, we're not making friends at this concert. Like, that's not me anymore. Like, when I was in my 20s, I'm like, oh, my God, let's be friends. I love the Backstreet Boys so much. Like, no. I am so deeply uninterested. <laughs> I'm so deeply uninterested. And I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe I'm an asshole. But, like, why are you touching me? Like, you can so easily be like, hey, excuse me, and not touch someone. I I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, she didn't ruin my night by any means, but, like, it really, like, have we not come far enough as a society to, like, have an appropriate, like, please, like, excuse me, I need to get to where you are, you know? Like, pardon me, I need to get through, like... Why is that? Hey, girl, sorry. Sorry, I'm being so annoying. Like, oh, gotta go. It's like, well, you wouldn't have to pee if you didn't stop going for drinks. So stop getting drinks and stop peeing. Oh, my God. These people were coming through. Like, rows in front of me were coming through with giant glasses of water. And I'm like, do you not know where the water goes? Like, you are going to have to pee. And you are missing the greatest show that's ever been. You're missing Nick Carter gyrating on stage. This is what you paid your money for. This is it. The way you want it is this way. I don't get it. I just simply do not. I simply don't. And like, you know, you know that that person who's irritating you is in the wrong when other people around you start making eyes like, oh, no, we, we feel you. We feel you. Like, because there was a couple next to us, like on the very end that kept getting shoved and they were like, ugh, like the eye rolls and like the what the hell? Like, OK, so like it's not just me because sometimes I feel like it could be me. Like it could be like, oh, yeah, like maybe that's just my attitude or like my PMS or like whatever. But like I just don't want to be touched. Like I really it's so unnecessary. Like but stop making me move also like it's crazy and go the other way. You're in the middle. If you know you're bothering me go the other way out the row <laughs> like it's closer to the bathroom I don't know it just was really irritating but the show was impeccable and for those of you who were like the aren't the actual was like 50 yes Kevin Richardson's 50 Nick Carter is 42 and everybody else is somewhere in the middle it is like a day has not gone by it is like it's 2002 all over again the moves the sound the love, the sweat, it's, it's like time has not passed. And it was funny because I was sitting there with my friend and at one point they were doing this like on stage thing where they were like chatting with the audience, you know, and it was like, we were this old when we started because they seem, they seem very appreciative and I never saw them like in their day. I never saw them 
like when Millennium came out or Black and Blue, like I was never that lucky. Like, oh, that sucks. Anyway, and I know they were appreciative then because a lot of their songs express how they are, but like they seem now like as touring adults, like with kids and wives and, you know, different finances, so appreciative of their of their fan base. And they were talking and Nick Carter was like, yeah, in 1992, I was 12 and and my friend was like, he's 42. How is he 42? And I could see her wheels turning like this poor, this poor thing. And I said, because we're in our (laughs) thirties. And she was like, oh my God, I forgot. (laughs) Like, yeah, Nick Carter's 42 and I'm 32. Like, oh God, like I'm not, I'm not 15 anymore. You know, like, shit, that sucks. That's awful. What a realization. But no, they were, they were so impeccable. They sang every song I want them to sing. Their visuals, their strobe lights, their fog machine, their, their everything was just, was great. It was great. But like, I need to know how they are. Like, you know how people go on tour and they have, like, stylists and, like, costume people that, like, make their costume, like, in, like, modern, like, in every day would not make sense. Like, why do you look like you're going to, like, repair a spaceship? You know, like, how they look like they're basically wearing, like, space construction suits, but, like, on stage they look really cool. I have to talk to the costume designer and see why Kevin's always in a fucking trench coat. It's 100 degrees outside. This man has been in a trench coat for 25 years. Give him a break. Give him a break. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, it's so hot. I'm sweating and I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. And he's on stage under lights in a coat. AJ came out in a hoodie at one point And I was like, what is going on? And like, I get it like visually and aesthetics and whatever. And they have little air conditioning boxes in the back that they can cool off. But like... I gotta know why Kevin's always in a trench coat. Like, I know he's the tallest one, but like, why is that his aesthetic? Why is he trench coat Kevin? I don't, I just, I have to know. And like, he pulls it off, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, he pulls it off. And for a while, he was always in skirts. Like, if you look at like, their old stuff, like, uh, mm, I think the black and blue era, he was like, always in a leather skirt and like, didn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) I just need to know, like, I need to talk to these people. Because like, you look like you're going to go, like, be a construction worker on a spaceship. But, like, we live for this scene in a concert. I just, I don't know. Or, like, at one point, Howie had, a like, a, what looked like a utility vest sort of thing, but had, like, reflectors on it. It looked like he was going to play laser tag. I'm like, I simply have to know what's going on. <laughs> like... Like, who designed this? What's its purpose? Like, what is what is the vibe here? Is it industrial space chic? Like, is it, is it like, is it supposed to be like millennium chrome? Like, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Like, I, I enjoy the show immensely, but like, I, I was left with more questions. But they do just to, you know, Put all your worries aside. They do come out in an all-white ensemble. And that's what they sing I wanted that way in. And it, my friend was like, 
she was a little, she was so excited she was apprehensive i was like i just need you to know that when they start singing this song the energy will shift and you will never see something so pure again in your life like and it's one of the songs where they let the audience sing part and it's it's just it must be so fucking cool to be up there and see these 20,000 fans or maybe 15 i don't know sing every word to a song that like is is like your number one song and i can't imagine that gets old like i just think that's so cool <sighs> yeah and they my favorite song of theirs it's called the one it's um on the millennium, millennium album i think it's track number eight or number 10 i never remember um they sing it and they have these like light up like lightsaber microphones and it's just it's so good and they do this cool little dance and it just it's it's my favorite it's also in my little video i put on instagram (laughs) if you want to see it i'll have a highlight of this concert saved because it's it's impeccable but it it was such a good show oh okay so i had seen this concert before i know what's going down i know the pattern right excuse me i had a tickle they sang i want it that way and then the stage went dark and there was no music. People start to leave. And I'm like, you are all idiots, including the girl who got up 16 times, including her. And I'm like, and the, so the couple next to us looked at me and I was like, they're not done because the wife looked so sad and concerned. And I was like, don't worry, they're not done. She was like, they're not. Are you sure? I was like, I'm sure I've seen this show before. And she's like, okay. And like the relief on her face was immeasurable. It was so funny. <laughs> but people around me were like, let's go. Let's and it's like, they are not done. They have not sung two very important songs. You are all idiots. Why did you pay this money to see an incomplete show? I don't get it. I don't understand. Like they come out and they sing the number one song off their most recent album and then Larger Than Life. You don't want to see the climax of Larger Than Life? with fireworks and strobe lights and confetti what's wrong with you like i am larger than life and i want to see it it ugh. people i tell you what people i need to start going to concerts and like getting a box because <laughs> i'm so bothered by people's behavior <laughs> oh oh my god and then the woman sitting in front of us kept taking pictures of random people because she wanted to people watch but she had vision problems we think so she would like take pictures from far away and then zoom in on them on her phone and like judge these people what (laughs) i was like what is going on my friend was like yeah she's taking pictures of random people and then like texting them to somebody else i was like what is her problem that's so bizarre so weird but it was it was such a fulfilling and beautiful time like they still got it they will so one of their songs in no one of the lines in everybody that's not the instrumental version nick one of nick's lines is as long as there'll be music we'll be coming back again so like the music's not stopping they will come back and whether that's with a new album or just like to go on tour because like they can I'll see them again. I'll see them for a fifth time. They should do another residency in Vegas. I am telling you, whoever whoever got them that residency, I'm pretty sure, like, is responsible for this last, 
six years of success. And like, I hope that they know that. Like, I hope that they know that they are instrumental in like the success of this last album and this tour because it's true. Like they really had a resurgence. They were nominated for a Grammy in 2019. That hasn't happened since, oh God, millennium, I think. It's 20, almost 20 years. Like, that's so cool. And to th- and maybe possibly, and I'm not a Backstreet Boys, so like I don't know, but like to feel like you came down off of your like peak fame and your peak, you know, hysteria, like girls throwing bras at you on stage, you know, to have like a new, like a renaissance, like a new moment is like very cool. And like, they're so great. God, they're so great. They're so good. They sound exactly the same. They sound exactly the same. It's so amazing. I, you know me, like I said, they're my Beatles. I love them. They, they were so great. But that girl had to just like stay in her fucking seat. Like, God, because I don't, this is the thing. And maybe this is why it bothers me. I don't do this to others. I don't routinely inconvenience people. Like, this is a very important night for me. This is very exciting. I spent a lot of money seven months ago. I've been thinking about it weekly. Picked out my outfit, drove here, suffering in the heat to be bothered by you. No, no, ma'am. And stop touching me. Like, did you not live through COVID? Do you not know not to touch people? Sorry, babe. Sorry. (laughs) So annoying. Like, if you call yourself annoying, it doesn't negate the fact that you are annoying. Like, they don't, they don't cancel each other out. <laughs> like, you are still annoying. <laughs> like, oh, so, so silly. Sorry, I got to get through. And, like, the higher your voice, the more irritated I am. Like, oh, sorry, babe. Sorry, chica. Like, ugh. Like, just stop it. Just stop. Go sit somewhere else. <laughs> Why didn't you have lawn seats? Like you can just, it's a free for all over there. Like just, you can just frolic wherever. Not constantly in front of me. I know I sound like I'm complaining and I am, but it just really bothered me. Like stop doing this. I will never understand why it's so important for people to get absolutely bombed at a concert. I will never understand And I do think there's exceptions to this. Like if you're at a festival or if you're at, uh, what did I talk to about Leanne last night? Like if, if I was at a like EDM or like house music show, like Calvin Harris, David Guetta, Steve Aoki, like I'd probably get drunk because that's like drunk enhancing music. The Backstreet Boys are not drunk enhancing music. You're not going to be like, oh, as long as you love me. Like, you're just going to be an annoying asshole. And I just, I'll never understand why you want to pay a lot of money to go somewhere and miss half of it and probably ruin it for you and for others. I don't get it. Got to get a new job and got to get enough money to get box seats next time. I know not an amphitheater, but like in an arena or something. Got to get box seats. (laughs) Ugh. I don't want to be this person. <sighs> Yet here we are. That's okay. It's okay. We will get through. It was a absolutely beautiful show. Wouldn't change a single darn thing. Like I said, it was 
so awesome. I wish I had a moment in life where I could like walk on stage with some of their music playing. Like that must just feel so epic. Like that's why they are infused with such youth. Because every time they go on stage, it's like they're 22 again. You know? Like, that must be so cool. And now we're just like old ladies in our 30s and 40s. <laughs> like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> like, oh God. I did see a man, a husband, and I think a dad, who his wife and his daughter had matching shirts. And his shirt said, I'm just here to pay for things. And I was like, you, sir, you, sir, are great. <laughs> But there was a lot of husbands, boyfriends, men. Like there was a lot of people. There, like of of the male persuasion. Like I was like, oh, like more so than any other concert I've been to of the Backstreet Boys. Like usually I sit near someone who like is so stoked, and their boyfriend's like, hmm. Like if Paul was dragged to this, he would literally have to be dragged, like dragged. He would he enjoy probably like would he have something to say afterwards yes because he's a gossip queen my husband we know that he we know he's a gossip queen he'd probably come out of the concert and be like god they really they 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 really could still sing that they really still have it and he like his wheels would be turning like could i be a bashy boy because <laughs> i've mentioned this before my husband sings frequently in the house and today his playlist has been Backstreet boy songs he keeps telling me that I am his fire. <laughs> Only thanks. That's so kind. Thank you so much. And he asked me to, he goes, did that girl ever tell Nick why? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's the whole point. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. One of these days, his ass is getting dragged to a concert because he has to see it with his own eyes. He has to see it with his own He has to see it with his own eyes, hear it with his own ears. It's so good. Feel it with his own soul and heart. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. I loved it, except for that girl, which I feel about this girl how I feel about people sitting in the window seat and having to get up to pee. Do you not know that if you sit in the window seat, you don't get up to pee? But I don't think she's probably that girl who sits in the window seat and gets up to pee. You know, she probably is that person. Whatever. Hope she's happy. I'll pray for her because she's probably like super hungover today. Maybe she works a corporate job where she has to like, you know, follow up and circle back and, you know, reconvene too many times today. And she's too hungover. And that's her fault. Oh, okay. One last thing. And then I'll let you go. This is going to be a short pod today, obviously. But we were leaving the grounds, like the amphitheater. And obviously, you know how they always say, like, there's signs like no alcohol beyond this point. There was a girl who had three tall boy white claws, like, in her arms, like, like wrapped like a baby. And I heard a security guard go, white claw, white claw. And then this other woman security guard came out of nowhere and like body checked her and she was like you can't bring this out of here and this woman was like oh my white claw and it was like whoa like she just got rocked but like that sucks because you just paid for like 80 bucks of white claw that you can't drink but ma'am you can't bring this to the car 
I'm telling you, people have lost, people have lost all modicum of decorum. They have, they've lost it. And like, I can't provide etiquette for all people that I see, but like, oh God, it's rough out there. It's rough out there. And maybe it was the heat. Okay. Let's, so let's, let, let's minimize their actions by like 10% from the heat. Like there's like a, you know, you know how like with the heat index, it like is 95, but it feels 110. This can be like a stupidity index. Like, <laughs> that gets higher with the heat. Okay. So like, let's bring them down to like a 90. Like, ugh, you still have no manners. Absolutely no manners. And it's so, it's so crazy. And I just, I discovered something yesterday that people who go to concerts in big groups, like groups of six or more, always have a ringleader. They're like, okay, we're in drinks, merch, seats. Let's go. Let's go. They might have a whistle, you know, like they have like a really, really like intense manicure and like derma, uh, what's the word? Microbladed eyebrows, you know, I am positive that those women are also Disney adults. And I'm not knocking that per my last episode. But I feel like those skills are completely transferable. Concerts, concert group versus Disney group, completely transferable. And I saw a woman yesterday who I am absolutely convinced was a Disney adult at this concert. And I have no evidence other than what she looked like. And I'm not going to like stereotype her, but like, yeah, she was a white lady and like, I'm a white lady. So like I can say that. And she was wearing Tevas and had like shorts that were like semi too long and like not very flattering. And she was very like, okay, people, we're going to go to the, get the cocktail station. And I was like, oh shit, don't double cross this person. She wasn't a Karen. She was, she was like a Teresa, like strong and noble, but like on target, you know, like not a Karen, like a Teresa. It was a wild experience, but it was so wonderful. Loved it. Backstreet's back. All right. I think that's all I have today. Nothing else happened at this concert. The drive home was uneventful. Other than like, you know, when you have to leave a parking absolute shit show and like you can only go one way out of a uh, parking place, but the GPS wants you to go the other way. And it's like, like, make a U-turn, make a U-turn. It's like, ma'am. I can't. Siri, I cannot make a U-turn. I have to go this way. And Siri gets all pissed. Like, oh, now I'm fighting with a machine. Like, I'm telling you, the robots are going to take over. It's just a matter of time. But until then, I will see the Backstreet Boys and fully enjoy it, except for this girl. Oh, God. And if this ever makes its way to her, just know you didn't ruin my concert, but like you need to work on yourself because this annoying pinching f- fingernail behavior is completely out of control and it's, it's ridiculous. <sighs> that said, this is this week's episode of the podcast, The Weekly Kate. Thank you so much for being here. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok at The Weekly Kate. Email me at theweeklykate at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, comment, follow, leave a five-star review. Um, Tell all your friends about this show. I would love to grow in any way possible. And I'm Kate, and I'll see you next week.